good evening. Wednesday, 8.51 p.m. So yesterday I touched on what's in a name. Now let's talk about your identity. And the reason why I bring that up, I've seen people on social media try to be somebody else. Now, why don't you just accept yourself as yourself? You know, if you have friends or family or someone in your life that loves you, they should accept you as you are. When you're trying to change who you are or try to become somebody else, you're kind of copying off of another person. You're not an original. Now, for me, I am an original. Okay, if anybody tried to copy off of me, then it would be a problem. I don't like that. I don't like when people try to be like other people. Be yourself. Be yourself. Show your true identity. You know, because again, it's very, very important. I think that on social media, people are trying to out, outperform one another or try to, um, you know, capitalize on their skills, their talents. You know, everybody has different skills and talents that you're good at. Like for me, I'm a people person, but I'm book smart. And I can, I have a lot of knowledge. I read I read up on a lot of things. I, I actually study people. I study people when I watch them on television or if I watch a video that they're doing to kind of get the, you know, that learning experience. It's like when you shadow someone. That term is when, when you're shadowing someone, you're kind of doing it to, um, to kind of learn what they're doing so that you can be like them or do a version of yourself. In other words, when you're shadowing at a job, you're actually learning from the best. You're learning how they do things. And I think that's important in this day and age. You don't really get that much though anymore. I've noticed that with work nowadays, because more people are working from home and don't want to go back in the office, there's not enough time to physically shadow somebody or to train someone. You just don't have the time because it's overwhelming the amount of work people get in one day and they need the extra help. But still, you can't just throw someone at the job and say, okay, here, go do it. You know, for me, it's been a long time since I've physically been back at work. And again, the reason is because of things that have come up in my life, personal crises and things like that, or just in general, a lot of companies just didn't want to hire. There was a time when they just wanted temps. They don't want a full-time employee for whatever reason, or they couldn't just afford to put someone on their payroll, which I think is ridiculous. If people need a job, you should be able to give them that opportunity to showcase their skills. So, and again, look at the person's identity. Now, I look at social media as the worst platform to try to like get people to notice you although it's not a bad idea if you have a story to tell or you have something you want to share with the public and you think it would benefit people go for it and show some raw emotion while you're at it show your true emotions i hate when people try to be fake i've seen people try to um come up with a corporation or a business and they're doing it for one thing the money you know, money is not that important. It is important for certain things. You know, you need money to survive and to pay your bills and put a roof over your head and all of that. But in all honesty, when you're promoting a business and you want to draw people to that business, but the only reason why you're doing it is for the money, shame on you. For me, <clears throat> what I want to start up, and I have this idea in my head, Maybe I'll announce it on here, but I don't want someone to steal my idea because then it wouldn't be fair. So I'm wearing these coils. They're like 
they're like part of a key ring. What I did was I took the key ring off and they're like coils that you could wear like a bracelet and they come in the many different colors. So I was thinking of how certain organizations will promote certain products for certain types of illnesses. Now, my causes is for cancer, any type of cancer. So I was thinking of coils, coils for cancer. Coils meaning the coil bracelets. They're kind of like mini bracelets. They used to be key rings, but I took the key rings out and now they're bracelets and I wear them. They come in many different colors. The colors that I'm wearing are purple, blue, and black. And they have a significant meaning. Each one of the colors has a significant meaning that's that meant something to me in my lifetime. But I think this would be something that would benefit other people, you know, people in general, people who are struggling right now with an illness, especially cancer, which again is near and dear to me, only not only for the fact that I survived breast cancer, but then I lost my father to lung cancer. It's just cancer in general affects me. And also, not just the cancers that are treatable, also the people who are battling terminal cancer. Because sometimes the doctor will tell you one thing. They'll say, oh, you only have this many months to live. But let's face it, I've heard of t terminal cancer patients that live past the death sentence that the doctor has given them. Now, one person in particular that really touched me, and it was true in her identity and her nature, was Haley Maggie. When she came out with her story on Instagram that she was battling terminal kidney cancer, I was, like I said, mesmerized and inspired by her because she went out there and told her story about the illness that she was suffering from and didn't think, okay, there's millions of people watching this. She came out and was brave enough to do it. And I really admire her courage and her strength. She was a fearless, beautiful young woman who unfortunately lost her battle. So when you look at the people that have gone through that type of an illness, people who have no longer here that didn't make it because of it, or if you, or people like myself who have survived and have given, been given a second chance in life, you want to do more. But you want to present that idea um, as your true identity. So coils for cancer. These are the coils, C-O-I-L-S, coils for cancer. A lot of people have like for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, which by the way is next month. If you're lucky enough, you can be part of the Susan G. Komen uh, Walk for Breast Cancer or Run for Breast Cancer. The only problem with that is you need to have somebody sponsor you. Now I've wanted to do that for many years, but I wasn't physically fit because of quote, my lung condition. I can only walk a certain amount. But it's not to say that I couldn't do something for myself. So I was thinking of promoting that and putting some kind of a, a colorful banner and advertisement to the effect that people will notice it. But again, if I raise money, that money will be given for the treatment for the people that are in the third world countries. The country where right now is near and dear to my heart is Africa. There are certain parts of that world that a lot of the young women are dying, dying slowly of breast cancer and can't go to the doctor for treatment because it's expensive or the other cancers that other people are going through, like children are going through cancer, the elderly, young adults, adults, everybody and anybody who's being affected by cancer, whether they themselves are the patient or they know of somebody in their family or friends or whoever that is dealing with it at this, at this moment as we speak, because it's very important. But I said, coils for cancer, coils. So these bracelets actually give life. They kind of look at it as, this is my survival mode. This is where I need to be strong. 
I can't give up the fight with cancer. I can't. Why? Because it's important to me. I can't do it. When I think of how many people have given up because to them it's just a long battle. Oh, I don't want to go through the chemotherapy. I don't want to go through the radiation. But you have to if you want to stay on this earth. Coils for cancer. Think of this as kind of like a, a copper magnetic bracelet, although it's not. It's actually pretty soft. And it comes, I have it, I have a bunch of them. They were, key, they were key rings, but in reality, I took the key ring out, and now they're just, I wear them as bracelets, and they're significant to me. And they make me feel like, hey, look, this is something that I'd want to kind of share with the world and give out. Every time somebody comes through with, uh, a, 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 where their cancer is free, they're free from the disease, the cancer is completely gone, I want to reward them with the coil bracelet. And you wear it. Whatever type of cancer that might be, whether it's breast, colon, liver, lung, throat, skin, pancreatic, whatever cancer you're dealing with, the coil. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter which color. It could be any color. If you have a, a, a you know, favorite color or you want to wear a combination of your favorite colors, but this will get you through. This had a significant meaning in my lifetime. Again, I've, you know, by the grace of God and with my mother, my late mother helping me through it, I got through it and I'm, I'm alive and well. Now it's my turn to give back. Now, this is my true identity. Because when people say, you are such a beautiful woman, I've never met a woman like you who wants to give back and that the money that is used to treat, you're not going to keep that money for yourself. Well, I don't want the money. I don't want compensation. I want to give back. I want to give it to where it's needed. And again, it's not just for illness, though. It's also for poverty, education, famine, shelter, and everything else that people are going through at this moment that are struggling to provide for their families. As you think about it, this, you come into another part of the world and it's different. Yes, there are people that are homeless, believe it or not. How do they become homeless? I don't know. Don't know their story. We'd like to know their story. But again, sometimes it's best not to know because it might be a little bit private or maybe it's something that they don't want to talk about. I've run across some people that are really, really um, adamant about talking about how they got to where they are. It depends on the person. I've seen a lot of angry people, but I said, you don't have to be angry at everybody else because of your situation. People are trying to help you. I don't like it when people, like in this part of the world, there's a lot of homeless people in New York City and they're just like in certain areas. So when you're walking, it's like you're walking over them like they don't exist. Why do people do that? It's just terrible. But then you go into another part of the world and you see how people are living. And you look at yourself and you're like, do I really feel happy with the things that I have on me? No, I don't. If I can give every little thing that I have, I can just give it, would I feel guilty? No. When you're giving back, you're showing your true identity. I think of myself as a very compassionate person. Why? Well, because I grew up. I grew up with my parents' set of rules or their teachings saying that if someone helps you in your time of need, you need to go and help them. In other words, you give back. If they've helped you in the past, you help them. That's how it is. That's, that's the art of giving. But a lot of people don't know how to do that. That's why I say I call myself humble and compassionate. And compassionate, humble people are the people that are give of their time, their energy, their love. Not the takers. Because if you're a taker, you give. If, someone, if, if you give someone something and then someone comes along and takes it, those are the takers. They're the thieves. 
They're thieves right there in my book. I'm a giver. If I give something, I give it, and I don't expect anything in return. If you want to give me a hug or, or make me something to eat or, or whatever, I don't expect money. I don't expect anything. I don't expect, oh, I have to pay you back. No, you don't. You don't have to pay me back. It's like with family, and I had this conversation with my older sister because I sometimes feel like I'm a burden to her. And she goes, no, family's supposed to help family. See, there's a difference between my older sister versus my middle sister. My older sister will help, and she won't expect anything in return. My other sister is the opposite. She wants all her money back. And I'm thinking, wow, look at the difference. But then when my, ma- my mother and my father were alive, and if we needed help, well, my mother mostly because my father was gone for so long. When my mother was alive and I had struggled, say if I was out of work or whatever, she would help me as much as she can, but she wouldn't expect me to pay it back. What I would do for her is go to the grocery store, go, you know, do the food shopping and help out around doing things like taking out the garbage and whatever else was needed. But she never once asked me, you have to pay that money back. So I feel like, where's this coming from? You've got two different sisters, two different personalities. I don't know why she is what she is. She's helped me. She's given me money for bills, but she expects it. I said, well, what about food? Well, see, I even asked her for additional, and she smirked. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. The thing that I want to make clear is this. Because one will say, no, don't ask, don't ask the other sister. But I thought we were family. Aren't families supposed to help each other in times of Christ? See, with me... I don't, if, if I'm going to help someone, whether it's somebody that I love or a family member, I don't expect you to pay me back. That's me. That's me. I don't expect anything. Some people will say, oh, no, here, let me get, no, no, because I can't accept it. I'm sorry. Uh, see, with me, I just don't want to take something from somebody. You know, it's one thing if they all here, let me offer it for you. But it, even then, I was still feeling uncomfortable. I just have, again, I have a hard time receiving I'm more of a giving. I was like that in the last three horrible relationships I was at. What I get in return? Nothing. Either I got nothing from them or the kind of things that they would give me, I would not give to anybody because to them it was a joke. That's why I just don't have, I mean, I have a hard time receiving because I don't know where it's coming from. It wasn't coming from their heart, that was for sure. See, when you give, when you give back, it's coming from your heart. You're doing it out of the love you have for people. People are important, not things, not things that people own, you know, material things. You know, when you have material things, it's just, I don't know, it's terrible, I think. You know, most of the things I have, I really don't want. I just have them, but that doesn't mean I want them. You know, sometime in your life, you think, well, do I really want all this stuff? And I'm like, no, not really. I can do with less. I'm better with less than more. Now, when you have someone in your life that loves you like I do, you know, my husband loves me and cares for me and and I care for him 100%. I said, I will help you out as much as I can. But again, you don't have to pay me back. And he goes, oh, no, uh, my God will reward you. Okay, fine. You know, (laughs) I mean, whatever that means. I mean, I guess that means that everything that you've done for me, I will do for you three times over or ten times over or whatever. I'm like, fine. But I still have a hard time receiving. I don't know why. And I guess when I was growing up, I was more of a little girl that would just give give her toys away and give her... I didn't really care for some of the stuff that I had, you know? 
I wasn't, I mean, I had, remember, well, probably in my earlier years, I did have a bunch of stuff, but I started giving away to Salvation. You know what? I don't want this anymore. Let's give it away to the Salvation Army, Goodwill, whatever, and make good use. But I could have easily sold all of the things I had. I did have stuffed animals and, and beanie babies and all that. But you know what? After a while, it's like you get to be a certain age and you just don't want any of that stuff. You just give it to people. It puts a smile on their face and makes them happy. I have these globes that I have that I can easily either sell or give. I have a whole bunch of little trinkets over here that I may not want to keep anymore. Because really, I don't want to take everything with me, you know? It's nice to have, but I can do without. If it makes somebody feel happy, the better for me. I mean, I would rather just give than have to throw everything away. Because when you start throwing stuff away, it's like, you know, you feel kind of guilty. But if you can give some of the stuff to a child, to, you know, um, or, or a young adult or an adult. Even if from the, that's why I said coils for cancer. Coils for cancer. Coils are important. You know, these are good, especially when you're going through a notice because you've survived. You've gone through the worst of it and you're coming out the winner. And this is what gave me strength. And I would like to think if I can give these out and just give them to people, random people, that would be great. Because that shows that you care. You want that person to get well, to make, you know, to, to get their life back. You know, cancer does take your whole body. It makes you a hostage. For the time that you're, you're going through the chemo and the radiation, it's still going through your body, but the chemo and the radiation are helping. And the drugs that are given to you, although the side effects, again, I wouldn't wish on anybody, but they're terrible. But again, this is important because for me, it's just a part of life that I had to go through. I didn't like the idea of the pain, but I got through with the help of my mother and God. My mother forced me to get through it. She goes, you have no choice. You have to do it. So that's why I said, don't give up the fight. If I can help one person or help a whole continent, that's reward enough for me. That's who my true identity is. Now, in talking about identity, Think of the people on social media that try to be somebody they're not. Now, I've run across a lot of people that are fakes. I brought this up because, again, I've had a conversation with someone yesterday who said to me, and this is why I don't like having conversations on Instagram, because people think, oh, they, you know, you don't know anything about this person. First of all, don't ask me about private information. Don't ask me about my private life and who I'm seeing. That is none of your business. If I want to give out that information, over time I will. I don't like when people ask me private questions. So just don't go there. Oh, I want to know, who is this person? Is this person on Instagram? You know what? None of your business. Okay? None of your business. You know, because I think that privacy is should should be in, this, in today's society. But people ask so many questions. It's like they want to find so much information about you. But I, said, I said to them, are you writing a book? Because this guy's telling me, oh, I'm a comedian. I'm true in nature. And I'm like, yeah, good for you. So what are you getting at? What do you want to know? I don't like when people want to know too much stuff about me. It's personal. Again, when you do a documentary on someone or you interview them, are you going to ask them questions that are private? If I say to you, okay, before we start this documentary, I want to make one thing clear. I am not sharing my private life with the world that's private. If I have something to share, it will be shared at that time. Don't ask me any questions about that because, it's again, it's private. But a lot of people don't understand privacy. That's why you have to make it clear. What is it that you will talk about versus what you won't talk about? And you have every right not to share your private life. Because it's the first thing that people ask. Are you married? Do you have somebody? You know, it's like, 
I don't want to answer, you know? If I do, it's my business. If I don't, it's still my business. I don't want the world to know yet. When the time comes, it will be known. You know, I like to keep the person that I'm in, in that's in my life private. It's private. I'm not going to reveal anything about him. Not yet. When we are both ready, we will both come out. But until then, respect it. Because I'm tired of... And I'm also tired of this other question. I brought this up on the last podcast. And every time I get into, you know, somebody follows me or wants to connect with me, they still ask the same question. Are you real? Let me see. Now, let me think about this for a minute. I try to be sarcastic with them or try to try to like play off on what they asked me. Am I real? Hmm. Well, if you connected with me, I assume I must be real. Otherwise, you're talking to someone who's invisible. And they're like, well, why are you like that? Well, why are you asking me a stupid question like that? Are you real? Seriously? Now, I will tell you one thing that bothers me. If you look on Instagram, there are people that are trying to be, quote, somebody that they're not. I've touched on this. For all you unsuspecting victims, if you can't tell the difference between a real person and a fake, seriously, you need to take a course on that. There are ways to to scope out, especially in the entertainment world. There are people that are trying to be somebody they're not. Look at their webpage. That will give you a clear indication if you're dealing with someone who's real or not. If you you engage in conversation and they say, well, I'm really that person, prove it. Prove it. If I ask you a question, can you answer it? Throw all bunch of questions at them, all types of questions. You know, how did you get started in this business? Where did you grow up? Can you tell me about your child? Can you tell me about uh, what was your first move? you got to engage in a bunch of questions and put them on the spot. And I can guarantee you, if they can't even answer one question, you've got yourself an imposter. But don't contact the real person and say, hey, look, uh, so-and-so said they were you and I did this and this and this. Don't. They're not going to They're not gonna help you out. You should know better. I do my own way of, of scoping out who's real and who is. Now, right now, I have somebody called Elon Musk following me. He's not on Instagram. He doesn't have an Instagram account. Just because you want to be like him, why would you want to be someone that you're not? Why don't you be yourself? Why do people have to put on the identity of someone famous? Don't do that. You are impersonating a, 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 a celebrity. That's, called, that's a crime. That's a big crime. And really, they should, they should try to figure out who's who. See, me, I have two accounts on Instagram. And the way you can tell, the little blue check mark. You'll see it. It's legitimate. But if you look at some other people's accounts where they claim they're the person, they don't have that blue check mark. There's your debt giveaway. But you want to engage. See, well, I want to engage. I want to know exactly what they're up to. How did you get those pictures? How do you know so much about this? Are you stalking them? Because believe it or not, there are stalkers out there. Believe it or not. You got to catch them in the act. You got to put them on the spot. Let's turn the tables over. Because if they did that to me, if they said, oh, I am this person, you don't know my backstory. You don't know who, what my backstory is just because I told you I survived cancer. And there's another thing I brought up at the event. When I was going through my illness, I remember on the news there was a young woman that claimed she had cancer, but she didn't. How do you do that? How do you fake an illness and get people to say, oh, and, they, and she had this... Uh, this donation box or this whatever fund where they would give her money to help her with her cancer treatment but nobody could prove 
Well, she couldn't prove that she had it. She claims that she did. She shaved her head and she made it look like she had it. I'm like, how dare you? You want to know who had really had cancer? Me. Look at me. I showed off my battle scar. This is real. This isn't fake. And so they found out that she was faking it and they arrested her. And the money that was that was donated was given back. And the people, all the people were angry at her. I'm like, how does a person fake an illness? For what? Money? For money? People do it, by the way. They do it. But you know what? You're going to get caught. See, with me, I'm not faking it. It's real. I can show you my, my battle scar. I can show you. And I actually did. I showed it on that the event from last Saturday. It's real. People, I went and I showed it because I want people to believe, hey, look, she went through it. She's not lying. The longest time I hid from that was I was afraid people were going to accept it. And when I had started to break away from the ex and I left him and I started over, I was still scared to show this. The way men reacted to women with that they have only one breast. Oh, you're not a real person or, or, or you're half of a person. Excuse me. I battled an illness that could have killed me, and you're telling me I'm half of a person? So in other words, breasts and any other part of the body define a woman. So if she doesn't have a breast, or she doesn't have a leg, or she doesn't have this or that, she's a half of a person? How dare you say that? How shameful of you and selfish for you to say that? Because again, that's very hurtful to say to a woman. Women take pride on their appearance, but when they're missing a body part, they're still beautiful. Again, body parts don't define humans. Humans define humans. So if you're born with two legs or no arms or no hands or whatever, you're still beautiful. You're a complete person. Don't let someone else tell you otherwise. Don't let someone else knock you down and make you feel like you're nothing because it's not true. When he said those hurtful things, yeah, well, you know what? Shame on you. Didn't anybody ever teach you not to say hurtful things to a woman to make her upset? Because women will look at themselves and think that they're not a beautiful anymore. Now, there are women that go out there and get the implants. I chose not to. Why? Because this is my identifying characteristic. So when people say, do you know who Aphrodite is? Oh, yes, she's a beautiful woman. A wonder woman, as my friend calls me. Wonder woman. Um, she survived cancer. She's compassionate, humble, beautiful soul, giving nature. And she showed her battle scar to prove a point. Her story is real. Because if I would have gotten the implants, people would have thought, well... She um, she didn't have cancer. Yes, I did. Then prove it. See, when you have implants, it's hard to prove. But I chose not to because I'm kind of comfortable with this now. This is my signature. So anyway, again, your true identity, if you show your real self, people will warm up to you. People will, will, will like you more if you show your true self. Don't try to be somebody else. Don't copy up with someone. And please don't imitate someone. You're going to get caught, okay? You know, and, and people, please see that as, hey, look, this is what's going to happen if you, if, you, if you impersonate someone. You're going to go to jail. If you're not going to get caught at that time, you will get caught. I've actually caught two people doing it. And when I tried to find them again, they disappeared because they knew right then and there. Look at their webpage, see how many followers, see how many posts, and then find out what the pictures. I think that people steal from other. I think that's really shameful on their part. So anyway, I'm gonna let you guys go because it's almost 9.30. Um, I'm gonna say stay safe, stay strong. If you guys are battling an illness, fight. Fight like you've never fought before because you will come out the winner. You know, you will be the winners in life, the warriors as we call it. And as for everybody else, 
Just be yourself. Stay true to your own identity and don't try to copy up someone. Be an original because that's what really matters. So anyway, I'm going to let you guys go. Uh, God bless all of you. Have a, a wonderful Friday and a great weekend. Take care. Thank you.